You are now listening to A Corporate Streets presentation. Welcome to The Powercast. The Powercast. The Powercast. The Powercast. Welcome to the Corporate Streets Powercast. This is the podcast discussing the 48 Laws of Power by Robert Greene. And today you have TJ. And this is always present Jaren. And this week we are discussing the 16th law. Use absence to increase respect and honor. And Jaren, this is your time, sir. Please grace us with that translation. And so today's translation is the classic saying, absence makes the heart grow fonder. Nicely done, sir. A few words from the OG himself. Too much circulation makes the price go down. The more you are seen and heard from, the more common you appear. If you are already established in a group, temporarily withdraw from it and it will make you more talked about, even more admired. You must learn when to leave. Create value through scarcity. And as you said, Jaren, absence makes the heart grow fonder. So time apart from something or someone that you love makes you want it even more. And you know what this makes me think about? This makes me think about people or families that relocate from the rest of their family and friends. Mm-hmm. You miss them like crazy. You you miss them so much that you'll do anything to see them again. But once you get a chance to visit with them, you remember why they got on your nerves. <laughs> <laughs> or to speak it to the point that you just made, um, the OGRG said, um, that actually reminded me of like when Michael Jordan left the Bulls. I mean, I hate to yep. use another sports reference, but when he left the Bulls, like people really missed him. I mean, they loved him before, but the Bulls fell all, all the way off almost. <laughs> and they really knew then how important he that was. He's the one. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's super true. Man, don't be don't be mad at using those sports references, man. I said last week that sports there's just it's just very analogous to life, man. You got to use sports. You I got I got some it. I got some real life uh uh examples coming up, so Okay. It won't right, just be sports. Got it. So the OG says that at the start of an affair, you need to heighten your presence in the eyes of the other. So basically what he's saying is you need to make sure you create a position in their life. So there's different types of relationships, right? So let me just get that out there. There's friendships. There's relationships with families. There's relationships with the opposite sex or the same sex, if that's what you're into. And so there's friendships. There's relationships. There's relationships that you work with people so you have a co-worker relationship right so the og is saying that at the beginning of a relationship when everything is new when you're still learning each other and you love being around each other and this is more of a relationship thing um and when you're still amazed about how they look and how they smell and how they dress you know you can do no wrong in their eyes so this is the time that you want to try to heighten your presence why, why they love everything that you do. Basically, they love your dirty draws, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> this is the time when you want to be around all the time. You want to heighten that present, make <clears throat> present. You want to make yourself memorable. 
And if you withdraw too early, they'll go on with their life without you, right? So I think that's the importance of building the presence. And and that's actually kind of like dating advice 101. Right. Um, it's, I think I've even heard this like when trying to get out the friend zone. So like um, say if there's a girl who started to friend zone you, you're, you're supposed to just like pull away. Mm, and make okay. her start missing you, you know, because she thought you was a friend or whatever. You pull away and start acting like you really don't care, um, kind of acting aloof to her, and then that'll make her start liking you more. I think. Okay. I think that even happened on one of the first uh, laws, where it was that story about um, there was a guy oh. who liked liked this one lady. And, yeah, to conceal your intentions. Yeah, and he was just. I think it was that one. And he was Off just three. like, um, you know, he's kind of just seeing her popping up at these parties, just kind of randomly, and then like the the lady he was after, you know, she just really started feeling him when he was kind of mysterious, but as soon as he professed he loved her and all this stuff, like that was it, she wasn't digging him no more. Kind of similar. There's no to that. mystery to him. Yeah, yeah there's no mystery to him after that. Right. Okay. So, the OG also said, once your position is solidified, this is the time that you can start using this law. The OG says that absence inflames and excites. So, now you can withdraw yourself only when you solidified your position, though. So let's let's act this out. Say that you know you meet a woman. And you're a pretty good guy, Jaren. You start taking this woman out, showing her a good time. If you only go on one date, two dates, and then you disappear or you start to withdraw yourself, I mean, it's only one date, two dates. She's going to continue to go on with her life. I mean, it's too soon for you to withdraw at that time. Right. However, if you go out with her a couple dates, maybe, you know, three, four dates, a couple weeks, you start hanging out together. You, you build something together. Maybe you go to the gym together all the time. Or maybe you go to the movies every Thursday for a few months. Once your position is solidified, that's the time when you can utilize this law and start to withdraw yourself. Mm, yeah. I, I, don't, I don't know if necessarily a few months is the time. I think it could be a little sooner. I mean, like, okay, so I'm now I'm going into dating advice mode again. I've done this okay. before. We about to go back into that zone again. Okay. <laughs> so thanks for the warning. You kind of do it like, like little mini uh, escapes. So, say you went on a date, um, or say you find yourself you call her more often than she calls okay. you. All of a sudden, just stop calling. And then make sure she calls you, you know, or if you feel like she's not uh, responding to your text messages or whatever, just stop texting. Okay. You know, and that would make you, that would kind of give you that power back. Um, This kind of goes along the lines of being like an alpha male, which is um, something we probably will talk about in the podcast, on the regular podcast one day, the Corporate Streets podcast. Mm-hmm. But um, basically, the alpha thing to do, like say in the animal world, you know, a lion is not going to keep chasing after the lion is. 
he's gonna be like whatever i'm about to go lay down you know y'all you know y'all sort it out you know if you come holler at me when you get ready to act right you know he's not about to be fighting with him and chasing him you know so it's kind of like that so in that of course you know the male lion is, is the king of the jungle is what they say and that's why you know he he puts this law of power into play he makes them gotcha. you know he makes himself kind of absent when he needs to and makes the lionesses come to him and he's knocking down a whole pride <laughs> okay <laughs> goodness alright <laughs> alright so um, I'm just saying <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just saying Scott, Scott uh, Simba and Nyla were cousins that's all I'm saying oh come on dog come on that's a hell of an accusation to make <laughs> That's a hell of an accusation to make. <laughs> Where was the other males? It was only between Scar and, and, and Mufasa. There was no other males on the whole in the whole situation there. Well, if that's the case. They was brother and sister then. They was brother and sister, or they were cousins. <laughs> yeah. So um, what I was saying was, is that that four. I mean, that couple of months. I was saying a couple of months just to say that you don't want to withdraw too early mm-hmm. because so let's say you withdraw from those phone calls and those text messages what if she continues to move on what if she's a busy lady you know the the hotter the woman that you get or the hotter the guy you get they probably have options so if you stop texting they'll just go on texting you know whoever they was yeah. texting anyway well so that's not the whole story i was saying a couple story. of months to <laughs> solidify your position well that's not the whole story there's other things that you that you would be doing in between that to make her um want you but uh, gotcha. this this isn't the dating podcast, so <laughs> right. Maybe so that, gonna, maybe that's what we should do. Right along. Maybe we need a to dating do... podcast. Yeah, I know we are the advice connoisseurs, man. We should probably invest some time into that to help the for the betterment of the world. Right. Man. <laughs> so, <laughs> in the time that you're away from the other party, uh, they begin to miss you. Their mind is going crazy, wondering what you're doing, how you're doing it, uh, where you're spending your time, how you're spending your time, and when you'll come back. And so that's the benefits of withdrawing. And the OG also said that what becomes scarce suddenly seems to deserve our respect and honor, mm-hmm. <laughs> which, uh, all right, that's pretty, pretty accurate depiction of how it works in the world. That, that goes with the whole supply and demand thing. If there's, you know, in the economical world, if there's a high supply of something, then demand usually isn't that high. Yep. Uh, but there's a low supply of something, then everybody's trying to jump over it. Let's talk about that little Nintendo game that came out around Christmas time. Mm-hmm. You had made the point, Jaren, that Sega had done this like a couple years ago. Right. But those things are on every shelf in abundance, so nobody's checking for them. Nintendo puts about... <laughs> 10 of those little mini consoles out in every region. And everybody say like every region, right? <laughs> and since they're so hard to get, I mean, people are paying top dollar. Like, this thing is Nebraska only worth like, had what, nine. 60 bucks? Like, Montana had none. <laughs> yeah, they only, they only like 60, 80 bucks, I think. 80 right, bucks. but you, you find them on eBay and such for like $500, $600. Crazy. Super expensive. So what becomes scarce suddenly seems to deserve our respect and honor. And on the flip side, he also says that what stays too long inundating us with their presence makes us disdain it. Hold on. So I got an example. Okay. Um, so back to the uh, your, your your last example. Um, 
this isn't necessarily a power thing, but this is another way to think about it. Think about like a turkey, right? Like a whole Thanksgiving turkey. Okay. Most households, I would imagine, only eats turkey once a year. Like a whole turkey like that. Right. And that's on Thanksgiving. So that turkey, that whole dinner is so much more special than maybe compared to what you're about to, I think, talk about. Say like a pizza. Nobody gets excited about a pizza. Nobody sets up the table and get, gathers the whole family around just to eat pizza. Right. You usually just grab a slice and go back about your business, yeah. go back to the living room, watch TV. Your son comes downstairs, grabs two slices and goes back to his room. And, and that's because you only eat that turkey once a year. So it's absent for 364 days. Well, maybe 354 days because people have turkey for like 10 days. <laughs> after they eat, okay. after they eat, they cook it. So, so how for much th- leftovers you got? Though you need to invite more people over, right? Though. So for 354 days, you're without this turkey, and then she comes back into your life once a year and think on Thanksgiving. But that pizza, right. you see that every single week, you know, every other week or something like that. It's not this. It's not a special. Okay. Yeah. So that's why we're not eating fried chicken on. On Thanksgiving, because right. we have chicken any other day of the year. Yep. So on Thanksgiving, on this Thursday, we want that turkey, no fried chicken. Yep. We'll fry the turkey, just not the chicken. And I, I hope I hope y'all uh, <laughs> understood my uh, my little comparison there. Yeah, man. I think I think we got it. So on that flip side, what stays too long inundating us with its presence makes us disdain it. Pizza. And this may pizza <laughs> with um i was thinking about family gatherings man just like you were talking about those family gatherings or visitors coming to your house so let's keep on that thanksgiving thing right so you miss those family members so much can't wait till they arrive right right and then there's this so i've, I've been thinking about this there's a magic number now this magic number is actually two numbers and these numbers represent the difference between staying too long and leaving too soon and there's a thin line that's in between those two magic numbers and that's the perfect number you want you want perfection all right so it's like a tolerance you if you stay for this amount of time you left too soon if you stay for this amount of time you stay too long everybody's magic number is different and every visitor's magic numbers are different so let's let's think about this so i live away from my mom right my mom still stays in in st louis i stay out here in california when mom comes to visit i would say perfection is around five to six days if she only stayed for two days that'd be too short but if she calls herself staying for 10 days bro that's way too long right it's way 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 too long uh friends from high school now this is a tricky one you might have been best friends in high school but if you move away you really don't know them as a grown adult so you have to be careful with them so i would say that's about three days probably if they came and stayed for one day you really can't even have any fun together so that's too short if they stay for a week that might be too long depending on who they turned into as an adult Mm -hmm. so i would say three days for those people best friends that you've kept up with four to seven days should be good and then there's those family members that you know anything more than one night is just way too much presence right you know what i'm saying so it's like you can come over for thanksgiving but i don't have enough room for you to stay i'm sorry and they know they could take their leftovers 
knowing that they didn't bring anything to the gathering, but they, they have their containers in the car to take the leftovers home. Those are the ones that can only stay for right. one night. <laughs> and that's that's kind of funny you mentioned that because, I mean, we just kind of had a conversation about this, or I was just kind of telling you a story about a person right before we started recording about how it was a, um, a friend I met, and, uh, you know, we can hang out in little short bursts, and it was all good. Yeah. But then we went on a, like a little road trip together where I was with him for like three or four days. Right. And he got super annoying. I couldn't stand it. I couldn't stand him. And so by the end, we actually stopped being cool shortly after that because it was really? just it was just too much. Like, I guess I learned about him too much. And <laughs> uh, not, not that we stopped being cool, but... You know, I, I definitely knew that I didn't want to hang with them like that anymore. Right. You realize that you didn't want to hang with them as much as maybe you would have thought before that trip. Right. That makes sense. So, yeah, that absence. So and, and, you know, we would see each other like once a month or something. And so it was cool. You know, I guess that absence, you know, is exciting. We could talk about whatever, you know, catch up and stuff. But when you're sitting with somebody for 72 hours, you know, it's. It gets a little. That's old a there. long time. Yeah. That, yeah. Yeah. Depending on who it is, man. Yeah. And so OGRG was talking about that everything in the world depends on absence and presence. And on this law, the OG speaks a lot about absence and presence. So you really have to figure out how to use absence and presence and find the right balance. What is the amount of time that you should be around and be present? And what is the amount of time that you should stay away and be absent? And it's not easy to find that balance. If you're too available, people start taking you for granted because you're, you're, you're there. You're not going to be appreciated as much because you're like the go-to person. It's just You're like a fixture there. You're expected to be there. Mm -hmm. So to gain the appreciation back, you must know how and when to withdraw yourself. So people can experience their life without you and whatever service you bring to the world. Right. A uh, strong presence will also draw power and attention to you. Um, now, too much of a presence can also produce the opposite effect, according to the OG. And once you saturate people with your presence, people begin to respect you less and less. And I was thinking about, I mean, we are the corporate street, so we could talk, we could talk rap. Uh, I was thinking about rap music or any kind of music, it doesn't even have to be rap, even pop music, when you see the same artists all the time, all over the place, they've saturated the music so much that they're on every radio station and they're on every song that's out. And people, I mean, people start to respect you less, they start, find, they start critiquing you more, start finding flaws in things that you say or things that you do. The more presence that you have, you're putting yourself out there to be judged more. So actually, there was a rapper who um, who was gone for quite some time. Uh, Gucci Mane is a, a rapper out of Atlanta, for uh -huh. those who don't know, and his uh, own six Atlanta. And he was like, he was he went to prison, right? And he was gone for like a year or so. And everybody was like, free Gucci Mane, free Guwap, and he really got like kind of buzz kind of um legendary status popularity 
during that time, the anticipation of him coming back and putting out a, a, a album was so high, and that was only because he was gone. Uh, I think the same thing happened to um, Lil Boosie when he was in jail. Yep. I didn't even. I still don't really care for him, but I never heard nothing about him before he went to jail. And when he was in jail, like that's all you was. That's all you heard was you know everybody wanted to free uh, Boosie and all the rappers are saying free Boosie and I I didn't even think he was that big of a deal back then. But so anyway, so back to Gucci Mane. So he comes back. And I mean, it seemed like it was 24 hours and he put an album out. Right. And then a few months later. He had to feed the streets. Yeah. And everybody loved it. A few months later, he had another album. Bam. And it's like, okay, I can understand that. Because, you know, he's been away from in jail for a year or so. So he, you know, has a lot to say. But then in 2016, he put out a third album. He put out three albums in 2016. So okay. I think he went from being away and growing this this intense like desire to coming out and just oversaturating. And now we saw him too much. Yeah, because what happens when one of those albums isn't as good? Like if you would have came back in that comeback album that came out the 24 hours later... If that was hot, it's like, this is what I've been waiting for. Yeah. I knew it. And then when that second album comes out, it's almost as good as the first, but maybe not as good. But by the time that third album comes out, if that one isn't as good as the first or better, now you've oversaturated. People are critiquing you like, man, his music is his music is kind of whack. We just hearing about that whole Yeah, and that whole that whole absence that you had building up that excitement. Now it's going down the drain because you've now oversaturated. Yeah, you, you, we saw you too much. I mean, to the point to that third album, that third album is called Return of East Atlanta Santa. It was essentially a Christmas album, a Christmas rap album. <laughs> okay. It really wasn't. The first song was, but other than that, it wasn't too much. Oh, okay. <laughs> Christmas thing. Ain't nothing wrong with that. The East Atlanta Santa. Look, that was even a bar he threw out there in the title. <laughs> So the OG says, man, the optimal thing to do is to create a pattern of absence and presence. And to me, the OG gave the perfect example. Gucci man goes absence. in and Gucci man goes in and out of jail all the time. So that's a, that's a pattern. <laughs> that's that pattern of absence and presence. And OG gave a perfect example of absence and presence. He talked about dying, right? Every time somebody dies, you realize or do you notice that there's an instant aura of respect automatically. And OG says, this is because people remember their feelings about you as well as the arguments and they begin to experience regret and guilt because you're not there. Mm -hmm. I mean, that presence that you had is now gone forever. There's no way to get you back. So they miss you now. And so dying is a form of absence that uh, it just shows proof to man. If your presence is gone, people start loving on you, man. So, yeah, you got to kind of, like, fake a die every couple of weeks or something. <laughs> right. Like, oh, you know what? So, like, the people who quit, like, Facebook all the time, like, I'm going to take a break. That's what that's all about. Ah. Uh, you know true. what? Your wife did this. She took a break from Facebook and came back, and it was popping for her. Like, oh, man, <laughs> it, you ain't lying. It was popping heavy. 
You're right. Because she took an absence for she took an absence for like two years. Yeah. Bro. And when she came back, her Facebook was hot. No lie. But isn't that sad though, dog? You you gotta die just for people to respect your damn work, man. Just to get some likes, <laughs> isn't man. That, a, that, that isn't that a sad story? Yeah, yeah. It's, so it's the truth, though. I mean, it's a law of power, man. Yeah, the OG says that complete withdrawal is like death before death, and when you come back, it's like you have come back from the dead. Yeah. So like, if my wife would have like left Facebook, and then every month she was coming back and checking in. That's not complete withdrawal. Like it, when her, her come back home to Facebook, it wouldn't have been the same. That's why she had to completely leave it for two years. Now, when she came back, though, people were excited to have her back. So she faked her death without dying. It was a kind of death so because that, she completely withdrew. So that's a top tip from um, the uh, Corporate Streets podcast. You have to you have to die off on social media to start getting likes. If you want to get your likes up. You gotta you gotta commit social media suicide. Yep. And then come back. Or fake your social media death. Or I mean, but first you remember you have to have presence though first. You have to have your spot solidified. It almost seems like it could nobody cares about you anyway. Well, that's true. If they really don't care about you, if you got Duh. When you stop posting and they don't care about you, they're going to go through their friends and it's like, yo, this TJ guy, man, he never posts anyway. Unfriend. <laughs> <laughs> I had 2,000 friends when I left. I come back, I got 60 friends left, dog. <laughs> so you got to get solidified, man. Yeah. Yeah. Um, whew, that was funny. The OG also talked about the art of knowing when to retire. So if the timing is right, you can also come back and regain the respect that you may have lost through your absence. So you have to time it right. You got to know when to retire. And I have a couple of examples of not knowing when to retire. Well, not a couple of examples. I just have one example. So we're going to take it back to sports. Roy Jones Jr. When I was a kid, Roy Jones was the man. He was the one that was being talked about. Kind of how like Floyd Mayweather is talked about. Mm-hmm. So Roy Jones started boxing in 89. He was 20 years old. He won 34 straight fights. Lost his first fight in 1997. Mm -hmm. All right. So, um, and he didn't even lose this fight, actually. The reason he, well, he lost because he was disqualified. He punched somebody after a knockdown. So that wasn't even really, really a loss. Right. So he didn't actually lose until 2004 when he was 35 years old. All right. So homie fought for like 15 years without getting beat. And after he got beat, the next two fights, he got beat. So by the time he was 36, he was 49 and four. And it's like, all right, man, you're 36 years old. You're 49 and four. Uh, you might want to start hanging it up. He wanted nope, to get to he that 50. Want to hang it up. I don't know what he was trying to get to, but by the time he was 42, he ended up 55 and eight. Now, um, that don't sound sexy. For, that don't sound so sexy anymore because he kept it moving, man. He had a couple stretches where he lost three fights in a row, and this and this is this is like all after thirty five. I mean, fifty five wins and eight losses is impressive in most sports, right? Like if I mean that's almost basketball numbers. That would be very impressive, right? But in boxing, I mean, you you know that the person was good at one point and then they started declining to get eight losses. I mean, it's still impressive. 55 and 8 is still impressive. 
that's that's not bad but to be the pound for pound best guy or to be held up there with the greats i mean he was doing good when he was you know when he had lo- he was just lost the one fight you know what i'm saying um but after that i mean even when he was at 36 when he was 49 and 4 if he would have stopped then now it'd have been a little bit better but he kept it going man and so now he's about 48 years old and he's 64 and 9 which is still you know what? it's impressive He's still boxing? <laughs> yeah, dog. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you was about to end the story with 55 and 8. No, man. I was just going to say because of his presence, man, he hasn't left yet. He that This is his thing. Good grief. But, I, I, I thought he'd been commentating and stuff. I thought he was done. I didn't know nah, he was still dog. fighting. I think he. I think he's still going. I just saw uh, an article that said in September he he's flirting with retirement. So... If between September and now, he almost he's sixty. Higher than five. <laughs> no, dog, he's almost fifty. Dog, he's forty-eight. <laughs> so on the flip side, though, absence and presence. Your boy Floyd Mayweather, man, now he did a he, little bit better than he, Roy Jones. He's tripping. He has to. He he failed at his retirement. I think he's failing. Like, Why is he, that? Forty-nine and oh, dog. Get the yeah. fifty win. Get the fifty to win. Man, you got to know when to do it, man. If he lost that fight on trying to get to 50, 49 and 1 is nowhere near as sexy as 49 and 0. When is the last time he fought? No, I want him to be, I want him to be 50 and 0. When well, okay, first of all, I don't really care. But I just think 50 and 0 sounds dope. Like It does. It sounds better than 49. So, so how long has it been since he's fought? Like, I mean, is he still in shape? You know, is he still in fighting yeah, he's shape? Still in shape. Okay, he just so he need to he need to come out and get this last little win and then retire. Just pick up somebody. He he should just hire me. Give me a couple of dollars. Somebody easy man, win real quick. get him a little Rocky or somebody <laughs> to fight. Right, a little up and coming <laughs> little dude from Ireland and beat him up and leave the champ, man. There you go. So we're gonna get into that reversal real quick. Uh, the OG says that this law only applies when there's a certain level of power attained. So you have to get that presence first. Remember what we talked about. If you leave it too early, people will forget you. If you stay too long, people won't respect you. So you got to figure out that balance. You must create an image that's unique. You got to find something that, that makes you um, recognizable, get your niche, right? And something that is seen everywhere. So saturate the game, man. Um let me see, uh, Beyonce, she's done this precisely. She built up her brand crazy. And when she comes out with something, she has an entire movement, she has tours, and then she disappears. And then people miss her, and then she comes back, and they're ready to go with that movement all over again. And then the flip side of that would be all these one-hit wonders who make one hit, people love the hit, they play it over and over and over again, those people disappear, and they are forgotten about. In conclusion, with regard to how to time this law, I think the OG said it best, man. He said, only the things that are seen, appreciated, and loved will be missed in his absence. All right, so you can't be a nobody that nothing that nobody cares about. You got it, bro. All right, so that has been another episode of the Corporate Streets Powercast. And as always, we do encourage you to go and copy your own copy of the of Robert Greene's 48 Laws of Power. Um, the OGRG, I heard this um, on Twitter, actually, that he's trying to get 
cashmere airbags installed in his Koenigsegg. So, <laughs> I mean, he needs the money, y'all. Please, copy your own <laughs> copy of the book or the uh, audio book like we've been listening to. Um, please support this man because if he gets in an accident, we want him just to fall asleep on the airbags on this nice, soft cashmere airbag. So, right. We don't want him to get a black eye from the vinyl. Right. You know what I'm come on, he's too. Come on, man. Who? He deserves better, y'all. Right? <laughs> or oh, whatever they make them bags out of. <laughs> I think canvas. It might even be canvas. Man, people it's be rough, getting hurt from that. I know. It's no joke, dog. So the cashmere airbag. Shout out to you, OGRG. And again, if you buy the book, we're happy for you. That don't mean you don't need us anymore. And if you got us, you listen to us every week. That don't mean you don't need to get his book. We compliment each other. Robert Greene's book is the source, and we compliment that source. He's like, he's the, he's the crab, he's the crab meal, the crab legs, and we're like the butter sauce that you dip it into, man. We compliment what he got going. So, man, okay, I go with that one. <laughs> so, um, no, no, no. He's like the Xbox, and we are like the controllers. Boom. Because right. we control your mind. Okay. All right, guys. So <laughs> you can reach out to us if you got any questions. You want to discuss the the law. Um, this law 16 we just did. Again, uh, it was use absence to increase respect and honor. Reach out to us at the corporate streets at. Wait a minute. Yes, yeah, the corporate streets at gmail.com. Okay. I just. Do we? I don't think people email anybody for anything. Like people close business deals on Twitter. I feel the, like they'll the, close a business deal in a DM. <laughs> <laughs> well, apparently, uh, Donald Trump tells all of our business, our defensive business on Twitter. He's gonna, he's yeah. gonna make sure he's up ups our nuclear uh, research and production. He right. So if it's Twitter. good for if it's good for Donald Trump, you could, it's good for us. It's good for so you. So give give more Twitter so, handles. So, they so can give so get at us on Twitter. And you can give us those nuclear codes at the at Corp Streets, right? It's just Corp Streets yep, at, at Corp, Corp Streets. Streets. Yep. Yeah. And for next week's law, we have Law Seventeen: Keep others in suspended terror. Cultivate an air of unpredictability. Okay. That sounds scary. That sounds like a some, scary movie. Or I something. got some hot takes on that, so I can't wait for that one. I can't wait nice. till next week to record that one. Okay. Which is like 10 seconds from now. <laughs> Dude, take us out of here, dog. And this has been another episode of the Corporate Streets Powercast. This is the podcast for people who bring up to make up. That's what we do. You get it because... <laughs> That was so bad. You get it because <laughs> this is about absence. We didn't touch on that. People break up and and, and have the makeup sex. That is part of this law. Yeah, that that fits in this law. Absence and present. <laughs> and also, be sure who's uh, to be careful whose club you shoot up. All right, good night. <laughs> Peace. Might get stuck with Enrichment and goal attainment. Thank you.
for listening to the Corporate Streets, 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 the